Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, welcome to a special edition of the Patriot Nation podcast. Today, I am joined by one of the biggest guests we've ever had, to be completely honest with you. He is the director of the new Dynasty documentary on Apple Plus is Matthew Hamashek. Matthew, thank you so much for coming through. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, super excited to talk to you about this. Wow. Thank you so much for having me on. So, and I, I mentioned this to you off air and for anyone that, you know, obviously that it hasn't come out yet. It's coming out on, uh, February 16th on Apple plus. If you don't have Apple plus go out and get Apple plus the first three minutes, the cold open to the, to the whole thing. I was like, it had tears in my eyes. I was like, this is, this is too, too much. It could have been just that. It would have been enough. It was, it was incredible. So uh, be, be prepared to be all in your feels if you're, if you're a Patriots fan here. So, uh, but let's, let's dive right into it. And I guess we'll start, I want to start with a little bit of backstory with you because I know that, you know, you worked um, with Jeff on Tiger and I'm just curious, you know, how this compared to the making of, of that documentary. Um, which obviously was a great documentary as well. Yeah, so let me talk a bit about Jeff first, and then I'll, I'll answer the question. So Jeff Benedict wrote uh, the book T Tiger, which uh, was the inspiration of that series, and at the mm -hmm. end of it uh, said, hey, I'm writing this thing about the Patriots, and uh, said, do you want to come on? And I said, of course. And so um, that was sort of the genesis of my involvement in the project. But the answer is, honestly, it they're not that different in in some ways you know tiger tiger i didn't have tiger i didn't have any of the people in his inner circle i didn't I, you know didn't have the access to all the people that were immediately involved but the process is very similar in in both ways you know you 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 have to earn the trust of the people that you're hoping will help you tell the story and in this case for the dynasty it was <clears throat> the 60 or 70 uh, you know, players, coaches, uh, executives, uh, obviously, you know, including Brady, Belichick and Kraft, but just um, so many different people that came through the team, but also the rivals and people that really weren't involved in football who who have a reason to be in here. And, um, you know, I didn't know a lot about the Patriots at all. I had my own team. But, uh, you know, what that did is that it really afforded me the ability to listen and not come in with some preconceived notion about like, hey, this is the story that I grew up watching or I knew, know so well. It was, I want to listen to what the people who were actually inside these rooms making the decisions that led to great success. And then also the people that were there that witnessed the thing unraveling as a whole. And so it was a process of listening but then also the remarkable thing that we had an opportunity to do here was we had access to about 35,000 or so, I don't even know what the figure was, hours of, of archive, a lot of which has never been seen before. And, um, you know, you can only imagine the process of bringing in a huge team of people just to look through that stuff and say, oh my gosh, where are the gems in all of these? And, and, and how does that sort of, elucidate the things that we're hearing in the interview chair and um, 
I think the result is something incredibly special that the most diehard Patriot fan will find something that they've never seen before. Yeah, I I agree with you. And I, I love the way that so much of that footage that we haven't seen before was in there, which was which was great. And look, everyone loved The Last Dance when it came out. And it was a great documentary, of course. But I like the fact that this wasn't like The Last Dance. The Last Dance talked about the, the Bulls, but it was about Michael Jordan, mm. right? This is not a Tom Brady documentary. This is not a Bill Belichick documentary. It's not even a Robert Kraft documentary. This is a Patriots documentary. And I think that, you know, and I, I, I'm sure you can speak to it, but it feels obvious that that was your real strong intention going into it. That, that you couldn't be more correct. Um, you know, Bill had had a book written about written about on the education of a coach, right? Uh, and and several others. Tom had his own docu series, right? But those were very specific lenses through which to look at this story. When you when you start to get to know anything about this team, you realize that it is a team, and to, to quote Bill Belichick, T E A M team. Uh, but uh, you know, in order to tell the story the right way, you have to bring everybody together and really let them tell the story right this isn't an article that's written with off the record sources this isn't one specific lens this is all of them on the record many of them for the first time in a lot of ways and many people who you really haven't heard all that much from um like ernie adams the director of football research right who's sort of a person that i don't think people have really been able to hear all that much from before but ernie gave me you know 15 plus hours of interviews uh, for the project. Scott Pioli, similarly, even Robert Kraft gave me, uh, you know, 10 plus hours of interviews for this thing. So it, it was really from all perspectives. And I think that's what makes this story so unique. Yeah, I agree. And I, so Robert Kraft, I mean, let's just talk about him for a second. Were you a little surprised? Because I have to be honest with you, I was a little surprised just how candid he was talking about some of the things that went on inside the building, outside of the building that involved the organization. I was surprised at, at how candid he really was. Absolutely. I, I, in, a, in a lot of ways, that applied to everybody we talked to, right? Because from the outside looking in, again, I had my own team. I didn't know much about the Patriots. But the one thing I did know is that they always sort of, the team as a whole, as an organization, as players, they were always sort of at arm's length, right? The, the person you saw the most from was Belichick, and he was always the we're on to Cincinnati guy, the non-answer guy. And then I had the opportunity to get all these people together, Robert Kraft included, and um, they were all incredibly charismatic, all very revealing, and and were very, very candid. And I, I was surprised by that. And I think that, you know, um, look, documentaries are made by the people who are willing to sit down in the chair and tell their stories. And I think I got very, very, very lucky to be able to have all these people. And I think it, for whatever reason, it all seemed like it was time for them to finally share stuff. Yeah. What was the most difficult thing to leave out? Because I mean, look, there's, you know, 20 some odd years of, of stuff. And even going back to, you know, like you guys go back all the way to 93. And even before that, when you go back to Cleveland, you know, what was the most difficult thing to leave out? I know as Patriots fans, something that that I was looking for that I didn't get was, you know, Teddy Bruschi's stroke after the 2004 Super Bowl. And and but you just can't tell that many stories There's too much stuff going on. And so what for you personally, what was like the number one thing that you're like, I wish we could have snuck that in there just wasn't enough time. So 
The answer is there really wasn't anything that I didn't get to get in. But let me sort of tell you how I got there, right? There's there's many ways to tell a story. And obviously, um, you know, I spend the first three episodes really telling the story of the Patriots going from almost the bad news bears of the NFL to Super Bowl champion and then winning three and four years, right? Um, and, um, you know, if I had if I had been telling it in sort of a, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, we would have gotten to the first Super Bowl at 36. And then the next story would have been about how the 2002 season, they didn't even make the playoffs. And then you right. would have gotten, and then the next year would have been about how they let Lawyer Malloy go and and Rodney Harrison was brought in. And then you'd get into all of that drama and you'd get into it. And, and the problem with that is that if you focus on the, and then this happened and this happened and this happened, then you're not really telling a story with a perspective. You're just sort of, you're just sort of presenting a historical document and sort of just saying, this is uh, what took place. And, you know, you'd be detailing all the AFC championship games against the Colts and all the things that I'm sure I know as somebody who's spent two and a half years diving into this thing uh, are endlessly fascinating, but I really wanted to make sure and Jeff, myself and our team with Apple TV plus imagine docs, we really wanted to focus on telling a story through the eyes of the people who were there and um, you know, how something's created, how it's sustained and then how it eventually falls apart. And um you get to this point where you realize this is really a human story. It's not necessarily about football. And if you come to that conclusion and you sort of have this understanding of the story that these people have told you and the story you want to tell, then um, it sort of frees you up to leave some of the details on the cutting room floor because that's not what it's really all about. It's not about uh, the footballs. It's a, you know, and, and it's not about every single game. It's about this overarching 20 year story. So yeah. um, that that that's the long-winded answer to there isn't a single thing on the cutting room floor that um, I, like I wish I could have gotten in. I like it. I like it. One thing I'll tell you, and this isn't really even a question, but one thing I'll tell you is that I think you have done something right because you're going to find that Patriots fans are going to be pissed at you at the way that you portrayed Spygate and Deflategate, and non-Patriots fans are going to be pissed at you about the way you portrayed Spygate and Deflategate because – you delved into it and you and you focused on it and you talked about it, but you didn't you didn't make the case one way or the other. It just here are the facts, this is what happened, and so on and so forth. And you know, people were able to give their own judgments the way they did. And I think that that to me is a mark of like of of a good documentary because you're not skewed one way or the other. You're just saying, hey, this is what happened, and you know, this is how it went. So I, I was impressed by that. Well, um, look, you know, this is not this is not um this is not sports talk radio. This is not the hot take, you know, thing that we're all used to seeing on TV. That's the beauty of getting to make a 10 part series, right? It's not, it's, it's, it's not like this binary thing of right or wrong or good or evil or anything like that. It's, it's, these are human beings going through incredibly complicated situations on the biggest stage imaginable. Uh, and you get to witness them going through it, but I'm not here to pass judgment on anybody. I, you know, mm sometimes you watch these uh whether it's other documentaries or just anything on tv or media or whatever and they sort of they they sort of set up a straw man just to be able to knock them down and they let the people say the dumbest thing that they possibly can and there's villain and then there's good people it that's it, not the stories that i'm interested in telling everybody's complicated everybody has their reasons and um 
I think, I think, I hope you're right. I think, I hope that people really do appreciate that. I'm sure it'll be frustrating because there aren't easy villains. There aren't easy good guys in any of this. It's, it's, it's people uh, going through really tricky situations. Yeah. All right. Two, two more questions for you. Sure. One of them, and I, I mentioned it to you before, but I, I noticed at least a lack of current staff members, coaching staff members. And I think that there are some, some people on the staff that would have benefited from that. Was that something that you didn't have access to, or was that something that, um, that you just, you know, you went in a different way with it? No, I mean, look, we, you know, we didn't have, we weren't covering the 2023 season, the 2022 season really at all. This was really the, the 20 years, you know, I guess in a way when Tom was there, uh, it was the story that we were telling and we had Ernie Adams, we had Bill mm -hmm. Belichick. If, if you got Bill and you've got basically his right hand guy and you've got all the players that were there uh, throughout these times. You got captains, you got McCordy, you got Slater, you got, um, you got Tom, uh, yeah. you know, it, it didn't feel like we were lacking another voice or a perspective. And I think that when the people are as candid as they are, uh, you know, especially in those later years, it just didn't feel like we were missing something. So I, I, you know, I think that we captured the sentiment of, of the coaching staff and of the players and especially the ones who were basically, like I said, the captains of the team. So I, I, I hear what you're saying. We didn't have the people that were there this past year, but that also really wasn't the story that we were telling. Right. Well, I was thinking more like Troy Brown, who was there at the beginning and Bill O'Brien, who was an offensive coordinator back, you know, during that dynasty time. Right. And so those are kind of the people and even, um, you know, Gerard Mayo, who was drafted in 08 and, and was the defense or, you know, the facto defensive coordinator. Those are the, those are the people I'm, I was thinking about. Um, but I, I agree with you. I don't think there was anything missing by not having those guys. I just, I was like, huh, I didn't know if that was something where, you know, Bill was like, Hey, look, you can interview me, but, but nobody else. And no, so that's, no, 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 that's no, no, what no. I was. We, we, there were no, crazy. there were no restrictions on stories we could tell or people we could interview or anything like that. This was, you know, uh, for better or for worse, there's a story we wanted to tell on the people that we wanted to interview. So I will. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I will tell you there are, and I don't, I'm not going to give anything away, but I will tell you right now, there are some people that you have on that took my breath away. I was like, he got him. He's on here. I could. So there's a few of them that I was like, whoa, okay, this is great. Like, so, uh, so yes, I, I agree with you that there was no one missing. Uh, that's for sure. So, and then last question for you, and this is, a little bit of a tough question, um, sure. but I'm going to ask it anyways. And this is kind of the, you said, as you said, there's no true villains in the story. And, you know, I, I brought up the last dance. And of course, Jerry Krause was kind of the villain of that story. Mm -hmm. And it felt to me, and I don't know if you got this feeling or if, you know, is Bill Belichick kind of the villain of this story? You know, it's interesting. I, I don't personally see it that way um, because, you know, I go back to this story, uh, you know, uh, that Teddy Bruschi tells, right, about the in episode five, he talks about how he's the wet towel and Bill Belichick's yes. hands are the hands that are wringing the talent out of him, right? These players talk about it. it's not easy to be coached by Bill, right? It, it But... He brings the absolute best out of him. And so, yes, as we get into the complicated things like Alex Guerrero being removed from the sidelines and the tension that that creates and things like that, 
I wanted to make sure that we presented Bill's version of why that had to happen just as much as I wanted to present Tom's feeling about how that happened. And mm -hmm. I think, look, this is complicated stuff. This is nuanced. This is, this is not easy, right? I really don't think that there are good guys and villains in this story at all. I can understand everybody's perspective here. And um, it was really important for me to not have there be any, any villains uh, or any heroes. Uh, and I, I'll be interested to see how everybody else feels, but I, I understand a lot of, of uh, what Bill did. And I think there is no doubt in my mind that Bill Belichick uh, contributed so, so, so much to this story and that none of these people, uh, whether it's Bill, Tom or Robert uh, or any of the other people that were involved would have ever been able to accomplish what they did without each other. And I think that's what makes this story so remarkable, right? You you have yeah. these stories where it's like, you know, I, I'm using your words here, but it sort of felt like the Jordan story was, it, sure, it was kind of about the Bulls, but it was really about Michael Jordan. Um, this is the ultimate team story, right? And yes, of course, it inevitably came to an end, but it, and that's fascinating. And, and you know, we're, we can't talk about it right now, but um, uh, that has gone into with great detail, as you know, because you've seen it. But I think what's as remarkable as anything else is the fact that they were able to sustain it for as long as they did, right? This is mm -hmm. 20 years. Think about any relationship for 20 years. There's going to be complications and we get into all of it. But the fact that they kept it going and the fact that they got, you know, those last few Super Bowls out of it is just in incredible to me. It's a, it's a great sports story, but it's a great human story. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, I'll tell you the depth that you guys went into. And I learned some things that I didn't know as a season ticket holder since 2000 and a Patriots fan my whole life uh, that, you know, the some of the Cleveland stuff that you go into great detail about and how it relates back to the Patriots stuff I thought was fascinating. Um, you know, and there was just there was a lot of a, a lot of kind of tidbits in there that I was like, oh, I didn't realize that or I didn't I wouldn't. Um, you know, put those two things together. Um, and so I was very impressed by the way it was done. And honestly, the Patriots fans out there, listen, let me tell you something. I haven't watched anything about 07 since it happened. It's the worst loss in the history of sports. And I thought you did a great job of doing that. It was it was so hard to watch and painful. And But that's what it was supposed to be like, is the devastation. You could feel the devastation through the people that were retelling the story. And I thought... It was incredibly well done, and so I was I was impressed. I walked away impressed. There's some really great tidbits and some great stories from Scott Pioli, from his time in Atlanta, from his time in New England, and so there's there's a lot of great stuff. So what I'm saying to everyone is that if you don't have Apple Plus, for the love of God, go out and get this. If you're a Patriots fan, you have to sit down and watch this. I told Matthew before I binge watched it literally last night. I was like, I can't go to bed. I have to finish this. It was it was incredible. So um, go out and get it and watch this. It was very well worth it. Matthew was it was fantastic. And thank you so much for your time here. No, uh, thanks for having it. me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and so uh, February sixteenth on Apple Plus. I believe it's the first three episodes on on the sixteenth. Correct. Uh, it, it will on February 16th. I think we got the first two and then it's two a week after that, I believe, uh, on go. Apple TV plus. Okay. There you go. 10 part. Well, thank you so much, Matthew. Have a great, have a great night. And, uh, thanks again and good luck in all your future endeavors. I can't wait to watch, uh, the next great documentary that you make. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care. All right.